Welcome to the Fashionably Late Podcast, where we review movies just a little later than everybody else. My name's Tyler. I'm Grant. And I'm Jared. And we're a part of the Insert Title Productions family with our very, very first episode of this podcast, and we are so excited to be kicking this off. Yeah, so you might be sitting there thinking, uh, this Insert Title Productions, these guys are a production company. They make short films. They make uh, web series. They do that kind of thing. What are they doing doing a podcast where they review movies? And a lot of that comes from, um, as filmmakers, we are storytellers, and one of the best ways to keep a pulse on uh, what storytelling is is to to review movies, to watch movies, and to really kind of dig into what movies are. And uh, the fashionably late aspect comes in is that it's a lot cheaper to go to see movies later, um, <laughs> right? Right. Either by renting them on like iTunes or seeing them on on Netflix, something like that. And the nearest movie theater to us, we live in, in kind of a small town area, so the nearest movie theater is like is like 35 minutes away. It's like a trek. Yeah, so it's it's just a lot easier to just watch stuff at home, uh, m- maybe just a little bit later than, than original release. Right. It's not to say that we don't go see movies original release, it's just easier to do it this way for us. Right. Um, so that's where the fashionably late stems from. That's uh, kind of the why behind what we're doing, the, the, the know-how that we have that we don't have. Um, yeah, more like more like we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's just kind of what we're doing here. So uh, thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, let's fa- talk fashionably later than we're recording this Fashion. because you're listening to it after it's been polished and finished, and a lot of it's been cut out, and we've been made to sound smarter than we actually are. But um, yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well. That's why we do what we do. Let's talk about what we're going to do. So this is a really exciting podcast for us. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, Obviously, uh, the main goal with this is for us to review movies fashionably late. And so we're typically going to be looking and discussing at movies about 6 to 12 months after they come out. Now, that's tough lingo. Half a year to a year after they come out is another way you could say it. You ever like somebody that says like, oh, my baby's like, 22 months old it's like what your baby's almost two yeah that's what it is you know what i mean she'll be two in two months i felt like that mom right there when i said that six to 12 months you felt like a mom i felt like a mom felt like a mom let the record state that tyler (laughs) felt like a mom (laughs) our very first podcast great all right awesome well hey so we're gonna talk about what so obviously we'll be we'll be focusing on the movie ruse um but the first thing we're gonna do is we're always gonna kind of welcome you guys then we're going to walk into a segment that we're calling the log line challenge. And so the log line challenge is where one of the three of us comes with a few different log lines from movies and they're going to read them. And then the other two have to write down and guess what, uh, what the movie is. And it's very specific. It's not like you can't just kind of almost get it. It's you got to get it. And so we're going to have a lot of fun with that. And that's how we'll start our show. Now the winner is going to get to do something very interesting and I'll get to that in just a minute. So after our log line challenge, we'll then move into the actual movie review. And this is where we'll spend a good portion of our podcast talking about movies, talking about them. And ultimately at the very end, then we will review them, give our recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that, then we will move to the m- magical picking hat or whatever <laughs> yeah, we are sure. calling it, um, where each of us submits a different movie idea for our next review. Um, now, where this comes in is there will be three pieces of paper, and then there will be a fourth piece of paper that says, um, I'll watch your own. And so on that, in that case, the next episode then 
would be all of us watching our own movies, and then we would be doing three different movie reviews. So a lot of different options, a lot of fun stuff that's going to be happening. That is the format of our show. So without further ado, here we go. So this first segment of our show, the first segment of our first show ever, uh, this is the Log Lines Challenge. And so um, Tyler kind of set this up in the in the beginning of the show. But for those of you who don't know what a log line is, um, say you're, you're flipping through Netflix and you're looking for a movie to watch. You don't know what to watch or you're on iTunes or whatever. And you see a movie and beside a movie in the big black space is the description and it's like a really short description you know you're not reading the whole synopsis of the movie you're just reading it's like the twitter version of a movie synopsis and that's what a log line is it's it's typically like maybe a, a paragraph at most they try to keep it to a couple sentences but it just kind of in a nutshell describes what the movie is you're about to watch and so i've taken uh 10 different um log lines um and then i've got a couple tiebreakers on there in case we end up in a tie. All right. But we'll go through 10, 10 different log lines. And so I'll read off a log line, and these guys have to write down what movie they think that log line pertains to. Starting this first podcast off with <laughs> a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I figured we'd go with 10. That's just kind of. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. You know, we mean business. Right. Yeah. And the tiebreakers so, are for if I do a lot better than I think I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, Grant. <laughs> hedging. Hedging. <laughs> so, uh,. So I'll read them off. They'll write it down, and then I'll look at it, and I'll be like, okay, yep, you got it right or you got it wrong. Whoever has the most right, they can both get it right, too, and they each get a point. So whoever has the most points at the end, it's not like a first-person kind of thing. It's whoever has the most points at the end wins, and if there's a tiebreaker, I've got two different tiebreakers just in case you also tie the first one or neither one of you get the first one. We'll see how it goes. All right. Um, If not, I've got IMDB here. We can always look for more if we have to. (laughs) Um, So without further ado... I started off with a pretty easy one, this first one. All right, so you guys ready? I'm going to read off the first one. Pencils ready. the ready. You're going down, Grant. Okay, so this first one, <laughs> logline is, A meek hobbit of the Shire and eight companions set off on a journey to Mount Doom to destroy the One Ring and the Dark Lord Sauron. I'll read it one more time. A meek hobbit of the Shire and eight companions set out on a journey to Mount Doom to destroy the One Ring and the Dark Lord Sauron. You guys ready? Yeah. Do we say it? We say, uh, to say it? Tyler, go ahead and give your guess. All right. Lord of the Rings is what I guessed. I also said Lord of the Rings. Do we have to be specific? Be specific. Yes. Because oh. there are more than one Lord of the Rings movie. So you have to be specific. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Read it again then. A, a meek hobbit of the <laughs> Shire and eight companions set out on a journey to Mount Doom to destroy the One Ring and the Dark Lord Sauron. I'm not reading it again. I was just going to ask if you would, but that's okay. All right. I'm, I'm kidding. All go right, Grant, it. you go first. All right, I said The Fellowship of the Ring. What did you say, Tyler? I said, I said Two Towers. That's one, right? It is. That is a <laughs> Lord of the Rings movie. That is not yeah. the correct one. Grant gets a point. Uh, keep your own score because I don't have a way to keep score. So I have three. After the first, <laughs> first log line, Grant has one point. Tyler has zero points. Oh, man. The second one should be easy for both of you, hopefully. All right. King Arthur and his knights embark on a low-budget search for the Grail, encountering many very silly obstacles. Uh, 
All right, you ready? Grant, go first. Okay, uh, I said Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I also said Monty Python and the Holy Grail. All right, well, technically, it's Monty Python on the quest for the Holy Grail, but since you both said ah. the same thing, it's fine. You both get a point. Yay. All right. I've got one so, point now. Two to one. Grant. All right, number three. After rescuing Han Solo from the palace of Jabba the Hutt, the rebels attempt to destroy the second Death Star, while Luke struggles to make Vader return from the dark side of the Force. So, obviously, we kind of know what series this is from, but we have to be specific about which one it is. Star Trek, right? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right. You guys ready? Tyler, you go first. All right. I'm saying Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Grant? I also said Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. All right. You both are correct. All right. Point each. Boom. So, three to two. Grant. Correct? I'm right in saying yes, that, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Number four. 78-year-old Carl Fredrickson travels to Paradise Falls in his home equipped with balloons, inadvertently taking a young stowaway. Grant? All right, I'll go first. Uh, up. Tyler? What is up? <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. You don't have to pose it the formal <laughs> question. He doesn't get the point. No, he, he gets the point. Dang. <laughs> we can't have you with a two-point lead going into number five, Grant. So that, you're both correct. Up. Disney's up. Did you just single-handedly rig the game? No. Yes. Not at all. <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's boy. not that you can't win. It's that you can't be that far ahead. All right. Incredible. So now they're going to start to get That's a little wrong. a little more. Up. They're going to start to get a little different. <laughs> I can see what you did there. Uh-huh. Right. Number five. A thief who steals corporate secrets through use of a dream sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting idea, an idea into the mind of a CEO. You guys good? Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead, Tyler. Inception. Grant? I also said Inception. Both are correct. Point oh, each. Oh, yeah. All right. It's heating up. It's heating up. I thought about... I, I just realized that I thought about putting um, the years on each of these, but I didn't, so... Mm. Just in case I needed to give hints, but... Hmm. All right. Pretty much crushing it so I'm only so going to give hints on the, on the tiebreakers, though. All right. Just in case I need to force a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six. A team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. Oh, crud. This one's a little more recent. You just gave me a hint. I know. I, I can give hints when I want to. I'm the game master. <laughs> even when he said he's the not game, going to. The even, game master. Even when I said I'm not going to, I'm still going <laughs> to give hints whenever I want. All right. Uh, who went first last time? I don't know. I don't remember either. Grant, go first. Okay. I said Interstellar. Tyler? I said Guardians of the Galaxy. Grant is correct. Interstellar. <laughs> what? Guardians of the Galaxy is about... I would, probably would have had something to say about a plant and a, and a raccoon. <laughs> so, Befriending each other, and yeah. And Bradley Cooper. We are going into number seven. Quick score check. I have six. All right. Four. All right. Six to four. That's that's what I want when I ask for a score check. I just want you to tell me what your score is. Well, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to be up. Two I thought points you were going to audit so. us. You're only allowed to be up. You're allowed to be up two points. <laughs> you were really going to limit yourself. No, please. I don't. thought you were going to audit us. You know, like taxes. Yeah. No, I, I just don't know. I don't know what that pertains to. I'm not really sure what the process of auditing is. I don't know. All right. I, I mean, it's checking facts. I think. I guess. 
All right, number seven. I dropped out of college to be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> no, you dr- no rephrase that. No, I dropped, you dropped out, of out of accounting school when I was in. Yeah, let's just go to the next question. You, you quit. Okay. I like movies yep. now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound like you dropped out of college so you could become an accountant. Yeah, but that doesn't make it. I dropped out to work at a bank. Well, that's not true. But you weren't an accountant though. You're just a teller. Yeah, it's different. All right, not the same thing. Okay, number seven. <laughs> Following the Normandy landings, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in action. I think it's my 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 first. I know, but Grant's still writing. I, I'm good. I know. Okay, I know what I'm Tyler, Saving Private Ryan. Grant, I also said Saving Private Ryan. Both are correct. Oh man, so I almost Point. wrote saying Saving. Ryan Private, but that's not not not, not the right <laughs> that's movie. That's a very different movie, Grant. <laughs> yeah, that is a very different movie. Oh no, that's 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 a joke that sixth graders tell each other in the playground. It is. <laughs> oh no! All right, number eight. A promising young drummer enrolls at a cutthroat music conservatory, where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize a student's potential. Hmm. Tyler? Whiplash. Grant? I said Finding Nemo because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Whiplash is correct. Yeah! Okay. Now, going into number nine, let's get a quick score check. I've got six. I have eight. Wait, no. My you, bad. You I have, have seven. <laughs> I wrote one too many down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Score check. I, was like, I can't count. That doesn't make any sense. That's Tyler why we need an audit. We need so an audit. We don't auditor. know what an audit is. <laughs> an audit. <laughs> All right, number nine. These last two are kind of easy, so we'll, we we'll see. Uh, number nine. During a preview tour, a theme park suffers a major power breakdown that allows its cloned exhibits to run amok. Oh. Now I I've I've removed a key word to make it a little more difficult. That's okay. Wait, can you read it again? Yeah. During a preview tour. A theme park suffers a major power breakdown that allows its cloned exhibits to run amok. <laughs> Tyler's cheating. No, I already wrote. No, I already wrote. Okay. Let's refrain. Honor code, people. Honor <laughs> I know, code. I know. I already. I wouldn't have. Yeah. All right, Grant, go first. I said the first Jurassic Park. Tyler? I said Jurassic Park as well. It is Jurassic Park. Oh, Both are correct. Man. You had me going there for a little bit. I was like I know, thinking carnival rides, it was, and that made see. me think of the ride. See the 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 it word was the I, power failure. The word yeah, the me, word yeah. I took out. That uh, I'll read it with the word back in. During a preview tour, a theme park suffers a major power breakdown that allows its cloned dinosaur exhibits to run amok. Oh, yeah. I took out the word dinosaur because that would have that would have <laughs> yeah. given it away instantly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was thinking carnival rides, but that made me think of Malcolm's line where he says, "If." Disney World breaks down. The pirates don't eat the tourists. Exactly. Uh-huh, that's so that's what I was thinking. Um, let me look at this next one. I'm trying to think about a word I, c- I can take out of this one. Yeah. Okay. There's a word. I'm going to take another word out of this one, too, because it, it, that it, right. it'll give it away. One. This is number 10. Now, I do have the two uh, the two tiebreakers that I'm going to read anyway, just to, just to test <clears throat> knowledge. But this will decide our winner. And so it's seven to eight right now, right? Yes. Yep. This yeah. will either Grant can either will win. either win here or, or will go into the tiebreaker. All right. Okay. If you tie, you die, Grant. No, Ooh. we have two tiebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't die if we tie. All right. Number ten. 
An insomniac office worker looking for a way to change his life crosses paths with a devil-may-care soap maker, forming an underground club that evolves into something much, much more. Grant looks perplexed, and it's surprising to me that he's perplexed by this. Do you need me to read it again? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to try to not say say the word. An insomniac office worker looking for a way to change his life crosses paths with a devil-may-care soap maker, forming an underground club that evolves into something much, much more. You know you're going to say the word, and I'm going to know what it is. You don't know? Except, no, I have no idea. So, so, Grant, your guess is? Finding Nemo. So, Grant's guess is Finding Nemo. So he doesn't know. Tyler? Is it Fight Club? The word I removed is Fight. It is Fight Club. Yeah! Fight Club is correct. Woo! We have gotten to a tie. All we have reached right. a tie. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Grant, you're doing really good, though. Yeah, better than I thought it was going to do. <laughs> no hedging was needed. So, this this first this first tiebreaker, oh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if any... This will depend on how many movie trailers you've been watching recently. Oh. So this movie isn't even out. Okay. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think it's out yet. I don't know. We're, <laughs> I'm fashionably late here. I'm not sure what's out or what's not. <laughs> I watched... A, so here's the thing. I watched a whole bunch of movie tra- trailers the other day at work. Like, I had some time, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what's coming out. And I watched, like... I probably watched 25, maybe 30 movie trailers. <laughs> Come to find out later that most of these movies were already out. And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like really anticipating a lot of things that I could watch. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's good. I yeah, know a bunch perfect. of names of movies that yeah. are going to come out. So this this one, the the logline could give it away, but it all depends on whether or not you know what it is. All right, all right. So here it is. Tri- tiebreaker number one: Adam Jones is a chef who destroyed his career with drugs and diva behavior. He cleans up and returns to London, determined to redeem himself by spearheading a top restaurant that can gain three Michelin stars. I'm really hurting myself because I just saw this movie the other day. I saw a trailer for this the trailer, movie the okay. other day. I was wondering. I know who's in it, movie? but I don't know the, what it's it, called. It, hint number one: the the lead actor is Bradley Cooper. That's what I was going to say. Bradley Cooper is the answer. lead actor in this movie. Uh, <clears throat> but I don't know what it was called. Hint number two: the title is something that can be done to food. Something you can do to food. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> It is a it is a tense of a word that can be done to food. <laughs> I'm just making it worse. Okay, I have a guess. I had to. You you can go first. Nope, you go first. All right, I'm gonna guess ratatouille. Nope, <laughs> incorrect. Grant. I was gonna guess burnt. Burnt is correct. Oh! Bradley Cooper in stars in Burnt. Oh my goodness. Yes. Good job, Grant. Woo! Grant did wins. It. Grant wins the tiebreaker. Uh, just for kicks and giggles, I'm going to read tiebreaker number two. Um, this right. movie is currently out. I think it might have just come out. It might not quite be out. It might be releasing sometime within the next couple of weeks. Um, logline is, an American lawyer is recruited by the CIA during the Cold War to help rescue a pilot detained in the Soviet Union. This has Tom Hanks in it, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Oh, he was just on Jimmy Fallon for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because they did, on Jimmy Fallon, they did the... Uh, uh, they did. They did kid scripts. Kid scripts yep. where they, yeah. they read. Oh, oh, it's. 
I know what it is. You um, can just go say for it. it. It's spies on a bridge. No, it's Bridge of Spies. Bridge, bridge of, of spies. spies. That's what it is. <laughs> spies on a bridge. Spies on a bridge would have been a title of one of the elementary school kids. Yes. Spies, spies, but, yeah. spies, on, a spies on a bridge. Yes. Bridge of Spies. Um, yeah. So that's it for the logline challenge. Grant is our first winner Woo. ever. Congratulations. Uh, much to his own surprise, because he t- kept telling me he was going to lose. One thing I, I re- did. To be fair. One thing I realized. Um, just to credit my 5k retina iMac that I own uh, you cannot tell the difference between black and dark gray until you have printed things on a piece of paper <laughs> there are, there you there's go. Some, some multicolored action going wow. on That's on this cool. on this sheet that I have printed off here but uh, yeah so that does it for the logline challenge coming up next is our official review of Jurassic World Alright, next up is our movie review, and the movie that we've chosen for our very first episode of this podcast is Jurassic World. Jurassic World aired in June on the 12th of 2015, and it was a mega hit, and so we're going to spend time talking about the movie, pulling it apart, and reviewing Jurassic World. Yeah, you keep saying mega hit. In fact, all of the the trailers that have been coming out um, for the DVD release have been saying... uh, Number one movie of the year. Number one movie of yeah. the year. I'd read that. I read yeah. that on um well when I when I purchased it on iTunes. Yeah. I read that and it had this little banner across of it. Yeah, number one movie of the year. Uh to keep in with the theme of our of our game, I'm just gonna go ahead and read the log line All right. of Jurassic World for Ooh. those of you who haven't seen uh Jurassic World. Jurassic World uh logline says a new theme park is built on the original site of Jurassic Park. Everything is going well until the park's newest attraction, a genetically modified giant stealth killing machine, escapes containment and goes on a killing spree. Uh, Jurassic World was directed by Colin Trevorrow and uh, stars Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, are the top billed uh, actors and actress in the film. Uh, should we give a like a spoiler alert to this? Yeah, we I probably feel like, should. I feel like should. I, yeah. A lot of the things I want to talk about are a little spoiler esque. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. I mean, for those of you listening, I mean, we are gonna pull this movie apart and talk about all of it. And yeah. so, if you have not seen Jurassic World yet, um, I would encourage you to stop. And here's the thing. Here's the good part about the fashionably fashionably late podcast is right. you can now pause this podcast. Right. You can go purchase this movie and watch it right now if you want to. You could literally you don't do have that to go to a theater all within iTunes. Yes. ITunes. You could literally do you that. You could do that right now. That is something you could so do. So this is the official spoiler alert of the fashion movie. So if you're not getting the hint, you should do that now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler sp- If spoiler we actually alert. recommend the movie. And if we hate well, I mean, it, well then, hey, yeah. I mean. But uh, I, I wouldn't wait until after a review to hear our recommendation to go mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, uh, you can rent it. By the time this podcast is out, you will be able to rent mm-hmm. Dress yes. World. Yeah. Well, so yes, yes, you will have already been able to rent it. You have will have sure. already been able to. So, uh, who wants to who wants to kick it off? Who wants to talk about Jurassic World first? <laughs> Chris Pratt. I mean, right? <laughs> he wants to first. Come Chris on, Pratt. Chris Pratt's good. He was just holy cow. Really I mean, good. I mean, like, and granted, like, I've not followed Chris Pratt like super, you know, hardcore, and like, and honestly, when they announced that he was gonna be. Um, Oh, he plays Owen Brady uh, in Jurassic World. Um, he like I was so surprised because the only context I have for Chris Pratt was uh, was Parks and Rec. 
uh, Parks and Recreation, oh, where yeah. he, you know yeah. he stars with Amy Poehler, and he plays uh, Andy Dwyer, and he's just like yeah. the goofiest of people, and he plays a, a Navy. Um, is he ex Navy? Is that what he is? He's a. Yes. I mean, he's a trainer. Yes. Yeah, he's a behavior former former Navy. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I, he, he just did an incredible job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I had seen I had seen Chris Pratt in a little bit of Parks and Rec. I had watched Parks and Rec. Uh, like you know, here or there, whenever it was kind of on, or I had I had picked it up on on uh, Netflix a little bit or Hulu, one of the two. Um, I had kind of watched the first couple of episodes, but <laughs> the biggest the biggest thing, biggest difference between Chris Pratt there, and then I had seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's that. what I was. I'd seen him in right, Guardians. Right, right, right. Um, and so he had he had made his jump, uh, from Tubby comic Chris Pratt to kind of like hot awesome Chris Pratt right like yeah. he had lost a bunch yeah. of weight and like, like bulked up star muscles Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. like with, with still all the, all the, the comedy but he had started that in, in Guardians and then he kind of kept that there was actually there's actually a scene the first time I saw this I watched it with my fiance um, in the theater and uh, um, we were we were sitting there watching it and there's there's one shot that's very specific when they're out they're in the field and all the brontosauruses, uh, Indominus Rex had gone through and kind of slashed all the brontosauruses mm. up. And there's a scene where the camera kind of tracks back from in front of Chris Pratt to behind Chris Pratt, but it does the whole thing at a waist level. And so I leaned over to my fiance. I said, "You're staring at Chris Pratt's butt, aren't you?" <laughs> and she goes, "She goes, I think you're staring at Chris Pratt's butt." And I said, "I'm not gonna talk about it <laughs> only because the only thing for a few seconds, the only thing I could look at was Chris was Pratt's Chris, butt. Chris and I'm, I'm just gonna, I mean." Chris Pratt has a fit butt. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> oh my I'm gonna make the official statement. Chris Pratt worked out and his butt was in fit condition. I'm sure that if you looked at the uh, dir- the director of photography's notes, he for that shot was probably like, "Hey, make sure you're focused on, on get Pratt's some, butt. Get some butt, yeah, some butt action get- in there." <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I'm, I'm, I wonder what that storyboard frame looked like. It's just like like a drawing of a butt. <laughs> like what's the storyboard artist thinking when he gets that shot list? He's like, "I gotta draw, I gotta draw I gotta Chris, draw Pratt's, Chris butt. Pratt's butt." Like. I mean, if it oh, depending no. on depending on who the storyboard artist is, that could either be a really awkward or a very very exciting day in their in their job <laughs> to right, draw right. Chris Pratt's butt on the storyboard. Yeah, but but to go, I mean, just to go back a little bit, like with some of the stuff, I mean, like he had, and of course, like this is the script, this is all that kind of stuff, but like he had just some incredible lines. Um, and I think probably one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite things, uh, that he said, and it's it's right here. He um. Is, is when they so he takes the Raptors out. Um, he, they finally convince him like, hey, we're gonna do this whether or not, you know, you you want us to. And so he's clearly he's the only one that can can tame the Raptors. Can him going and they get out and they they get up to the Indominus Rex. Uh, and then he quickly realizes that the hidden like genes in the Indominus Rex yeah. are Raptor. And so and and I, and I love this quote. He goes, "Watch your six. Raptors got a new alpha." And it's like, I don't know why, like when I watched that, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh. Like it made me feel the moment. And, like, and the whole time he's got like this slightly Southern boy accent. Right. Like, right, right. I know. Raptor's yeah. got a new alpha. Like, yeah. like oh, I was in the Navy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got this, like this slightly, slightly Southern kind of, kind of accent going on. Yeah. I, he just, I thought he did yeah. great. He did a great job. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that he was casted very yeah. well. Very well. Yeah, what are some so, other things you guys pulled out? Well, so to so to go back, um, I mean, we've talked about Indominus already. We've talked about Chris Pratt. Um, the story opens up on uh, it's it's been it's been a little bit since I've seen it. The story opens up on 
um, Zach and Gray, the two kids, right, right? leaving home. They're going yep. to to Jurassic World, right. which is the brand new theme park. It's just mm-hmm. opened up on the grounds of Jurassic Park. Right. Um, and there's there's a line later. <laughs> there's a few lines throughout the film that that hint back at. Oh yeah. Uh, we're idiots to have tried this, tried again, this again in the same place. Yep. Right, right. Um, but so it opens up on Zach and Gray, these two kids who, uh, honestly, like, not a hundred percent necessary to the story. I mean, it's a good way to open up. It's a good way to kind of to kind of instill. You got to have the kids in right. Jurassic oh, Park. Yeah. You had you had Timmy and oh, what's her name. Lex. Lex, yeah. Lex. Yep. I, I always remember her name uh, with Vegisaurus. Lex, Vegisaurus. Um, so you, you had Tim and Lex in the in the original Jurassic Park. Uh, there were there was like kids here and there in two and three. Um, so you got to have the two kids to kind of help kind of centralize the story, to bring everybody together. Yeah, make and it feel like yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, for sure. You can definitely see there's the, there's the instant callback. Um, oh, yeah. And so they're going to visit their Aunt Claire, who is the marketing director right. for Jurassic World. Right. She's kind of the brainchild behind, well, I mean, not the brainchild behind Indominus, but she's the brainchild behind the exhibits. She makes sure that they've got the money to keep running. Right. Um, and she's neglectful of her nephews. Uh, and that's kind of like where the whole, kind of the tension starts to build in the story. She's also got like this this uh romantic tension with with owen chris pratt's character right and all of this kind of kind of sets up like this whole kind of bubbling pot of like stories that kind of intertwine Mm -hmm. uh that all center around indominus which is the new uh the new exhibit at jurassic world that is this hybrid creature Mm -hmm. that's smarter than everything else they've ever seen and 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 it's it's not it's it's like it's invisible it can be invisible it's like it's like white which is like different for a dinosaur you don't yeah, have a whole yeah. lot of white dinosaurs mm-hmm. right right, um, right not to bring race into it or anything yeah but. well <laughs> and too and with that the um the owner of the island he um his Masrani. Name, Ma, yeah, yeah yeah he uh, he described it to his scientist says i want something scarier and cooler yeah you know yeah, there's that something like big that there's draws the crowd right and there's yeah. that scene where they're yeah. standing in the in the viewing glass and you can you just get a glimpse of the indominus mm-hmm. um and and he goes uh and she says it's gonna scare kids and he said kids he said it's going to scare their parents. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's just this new creation of, of dinosaur. And yeah. like you said, Claire being a marketing director, I thought that was a really cool aspect that they threw in there because the first Jurassic parks, they never got to the commercial stage, right? They didn't need a marketing director. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was super weird. Like, you know, here's a new dinosaur presented by Doritos or something. Yeah. How yeah. Weird it was Verizon. Was. It was Verizon. Yeah. Something. Indominus Rex. Indominus yeah. Rex brought like, to you by Verizon Wireless. It's like, you don't think about things like that, but yeah. if it were, you know, in today's world, that's exactly how it would yeah. be. Right. And that was one of her biggest character, like not flaws, but one of the things she had to wrestle with for a while was she saw them as genetic mm-hmm. mutations that were controllable and and now i mean and there's i mean yeah. there's a lot we're going to get oh, into yeah, that obviously sure. but you know she wrestled with that yeah um one of the and it, just to, to to continue on so indominus rex gets out and there's this whole just get the thing um get the thing back and get the whole situation under control that's kind of where the whole story lies is getting the indominus rex 
under control right. or, or yeah. eventually and it's like kill the dang thing because it's killing everybody else. Like right. keep yeah. everybody safe. There's just like this whole panic of, of managing well, that. It's hunting for sport. Oh yeah, for it's, sure. It yeah. doesn't. In that scene creepy. you described. There's a scene with Chris, Chris Pratt's butt. Pratt's butt <laughs> they, they, he makes a discovery that like he's not eating any of the Anything. brontosaurus. He's just killing it. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. just killing them. Yeah. And like you said, you know, they're, they're wanting to try to take it in alive at the start, which mm-hmm. again is a kickback to yeah. the other Jurassic Park, to the first one especially, uh, you know, where he's like, I don't want to kill him, even if, you know, it's going to save more lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. They think that they can capture it and bring it back alive rather mm-hmm. than being like, all right, just take it out. So, you know, mm-hmm. right. yeah, however yeah. many other people. It's not just elephants yeah. and rhinos anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, and you keep talking about kickbacks to the original Jurassic Park. Oh, and yeah. that's, that, those are a couple of the points I've just, I've been dying to hit when we talk about this. I am a huge sucker for nostalgia. Jurassic Park was my oh, yeah. favorite movie for forever. Like oh, one yeah. of the things that um, the reason I'm marrying my fiance is because we both love Jurassic Park so much. Um, uh, but just some of the callbacks were so good. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, the the res- the big center that they go in the research center is the yeah. John Hammond Research Center. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Oh, John Hammond. Like boom. Um, they even brought the so little many. Mr. DNA. Mr. DNA is back, yeah. and, and you never yep. hear his voice, but uh, but, but he kind of. And it's fun fact about that. Um, the guy who voiced uh Mr. DNA in Jurassic World is not the same guy who voiced Mr. DNA in Jurassic Park. It's the director, Colin Trevorrow, actually did the voice uh, really? for Mr. DNA That's awesome. in Jurassic cool. World. And you just kind of faintly hear it. Yeah. You just kind of hear him start talking. Right. But um but Mr. DNA was back. But the one thing you talked about how they kept wanting to bring back they wanted to bring the Indominus Rex back in alive. And they send out that one team to go to go get her and um and and they they go after her and she has clawed they discover she's clawed out her tracker yeah and and yep. they can't find her and they and they they can't it's all quiet and they and there's the there's the one it was the huge missed opportunity this is this is what I'm getting at it's a huge missed opportunity for Uh-oh. Jurassic World yeah one of the most iconic lines in Jurassic Park was whenever they're they're the I can't think of his name the Australian guy with the shotgun is outside the oh, power yeah. station oh, and the, the Raptor sneaks up on him. And he said the clever girl line. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're yeah. sitting there. Oh, the yeah. trackers out. There's blood. They can't, blood they can't find the Indominus Rex. And the Asian guy <laughs> looks up and sees her and doesn't say clever girl. <laughs> like they don't throw that in there. Like, Oh man. Oh, I was so, I was sitting there like I'm sitting there in the theater. Say it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I watched this movie three times. In theater. I'm clenching the seat. Like the armrest, and I'm like, just say it, just say it, and he never does. The next thing you know, everybody's dead, right. and they never said it. And I'm just like, right. oh, huge missed opportunity for yeah. clever girl. Oh, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, so yeah. that was like, like I was all for, the, I'm all for the nostalgia, but that's just one of the ones where I was just kind of like, ah, oh, man, you yeah. missed it. Yeah, but other than that, like just the, you know, something too. I think that they did a little bit, and and this could have been unintentional. Honestly, I feel like with the first, um, with you know, Jurassic Park and and all that stuff, um, with the first specifically two films back back then, um, I don't know as much about. I I mean, I know about the third one. I don't see this as much in the third one. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's all right. You, don't you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it, you know that was a <laughs> movie that happened. You know, and so. Um, but but I think something they did incredible with Jurassic Park, and that I think they I, I, I there has to be intentionality here that they they captured beautifully with Jurassic World, was the buildup of seeing the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So like there's that like I remember being a little kid 
and like wanting to see the dinosaur. I mean, it was a movie about dinosaurs. And so, you know, but like those kids, like, you know, are like, oh my gosh, where is it? Like we're going on a tour and then like they bring the goat out and the T-Rex doesn't respond. You know, the goat? Is he going to eat the goat? goat? Yeah. Like all that stuff. But with this new one, there were so many times, so many scenes where, um, gray, the, the littlest, Mm -hmm. um, brother would be like running into, into like a hallway or like coming up on an exhibit and he's trying to jump over people. And even the camera is at such a level to where you just see the, the dinosaurs coming, you know, coming into the camera, even like the Adominus Rex. Like I thought, Oh my gosh, we're going to see her within the first 20 minutes of the movie, but you oh, don't, yeah. you see her eye and you see, um, yeah, they down to the Raptors. I love yeah. the scene where they introduce the Raptors with Chris Pratt yeah, and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, like but, incredible. What are you going to well, say? Speaking of introduction scenes, that's exactly the thought process I had. Um, this is skipping way over kind of a lot of things, but to get to the end where they're like, they're fighting the Indominus Rex up close and they've got to find something that can help defeat the, the Indominus Rex. Yes. And, and, and Gray makes the comment, uh, we need more teeth. More teeth, yeah. Um, but but I, I, I remember looking at, at, at Maddie, my fiance, in, in the theater and I said, oh my God, we haven't seen the T-Rex yet. The T-Rex. And, he, and, and that's exactly what you're saying. Yep, Whenever yep. They, they first, they talk, they go to the T-Rex paddock, you never actually see the T-Rex. You never see her. You right. see like the, the like the ridge of her back, mm-hmm. yep. and you kind of see her throw the goat up in the air, but you right. never actually see the T Rex. And I, I, you know, the whole movie we're sitting there, and I'm like, I can't help but feel like something's missing. Right. And then whenever she, he it says we T-Rex. need more teeth, and 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 she says open paddock nine, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a T Rex. We haven't seen her yet. Yeah. And then they yep. open it up, and then and they do the the callback to Ian Malcolm with the flare. Yes. And like, oh, that, that was, was just so like great. so good. That was so, so good. good, and that, that was one of the most exciting moments in the entire movie for me. Oh my gosh, yeah. How about the how about the you know let's, let's talk about some characters. Um. I mean, how about like down to like creating characters out of velociraptors, mm-hmm. like like oh, there yeah. was mm-hmm. Blue, um, and then there was uh, Delta, Echo, and uh, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I could have done that in order. Uh, <laughs> Blue, Charlie, Delta, and Echo. Yeah. And <clears throat> you know they introduce a scene, and Owen is you know click he's training these these raptors and stuff, um, and and just I mean like I I don't think I've ever. I mean, aside from like Disney movies and like, and you know, movies that are specifically about animals, I don't think I've ever like been like, oh my gosh, I want a velociraptor as my pet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and especially specifically the character of blue, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think like with that name of like, I mean, obviously he looked different I mean, he had the blue kind of ridges in his back and, and his head, um, and the markings and just like, just how they, they develop like you as an as a viewer you see that like mutual respect and like friendship like relationship bond between blue and owen you know you know chris pratt's character um and then for in the end for i it was my one of my favorite scenes i almost jumped out of my i was watching this in my living room and i'm really glad my wife wasn't home because she would have she thinks i'm a nerd anyways you know but um I, i remember like when they um so they bring the T-Rex out they open paddock nine and they do all of that. And the T-Rex starts fighting and then the T-Rex is on the ground and you're like, Oh my God. Like yeah. I felt defeated. I was like, yeah. Holy crap. I, know. The, I, I literally don't know what they're going to do. Like yeah. I, cause I, you know, I was the same way. Like I'm like, we haven't seen the T-Rex yet. That's gotta be coming, you know? And, and so I'm going like, I, what are they going to do? And everything goes silent. And then you hear like the, 
<laughs> like whatever yeah. this the velociraptor and blue that was my best velociraptor yeah fantastic yeah. <laughs> yeah and blue freaking just comes scorching around the corner and i i almost jumped out of my seat i was like yeah, yeah he's here he did it like he made it oh my gosh like it's incredible and uh, you know yeah, i love how they do that where you know the monster i mean the dinosaurs from the previous ones kind of return they're like the returning heroes yeah, the yeah. New oh, for take sure. down the, yeah. the new one and it's like yeah. and that happens in, in in two and three you know the t-rex is like the big bad guy right in one and then in two and three it's kind of returning and yep. mm-hmm. it's like yes and then in jurassic world you know of course good old faithful t-rex is back to yep. save the yeah. day yep and that's like that's the one thing um i read a lot of reviews for this movie and it like it got a uh got a 7.2 on imdb i'm not sure what it got on rotten tomatoes i didn't i, I don't have that pulled up um and meta score didn't give it a really good it got such rating. it got average reviews and i think a lot of that a lot of the reviews i read people like the story with zach and gray was just kind of like it was cannon fodder like it wasn't quite it wasn't necessary. There were a lot of unnecessary things that people mm. said, and they said it was predictable, um, which I agree with. I mean, it was pretty predictable, but I feel like the it, most part. it was predictable in the best kind of ways. Yeah, it was. Like, it was fantastic. I saw the T-Rex coming, but it it made me, like, it was fun. It was exciting. Um, whenever they're fighting the Indominus Rex there at the end, and the T-Rex and, and Blue, the Velociraptor, they've they've got her backed up to the wall, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's, she's by the water. She's by yeah. the water, the Mosasaurus, and then yeah, the Mosasaurus exactly. comes out. Like every moment, every moment of those fights could have been predicted, yeah. but it was like yeah. it was like it was just kind of like like you were you were just shot calling the whole yeah, time. It's yeah, like yeah. And it was, you were running yeah. the show. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-one percent. Yeah, yeah. So, so it got average reviews. I mean, it was it, and that was the that was the one thing I had to say. Even after the first time I watched it, I was like, it was fun. Like, was it was it, was it great from a from a like a, a filmic like like introspective like right, what right. did we learn kind of i mean obviously we didn't learn anything yeah. we went we went back <laughs> clearly and tried in it again. 25 years yeah. we haven't learned anything 22 22 years yeah sorry 22 years <laughs> but, we haven't but learned still, anything um but yeah i mean it was fun it was a fun ride i had i had a blast watching this this movie um uh i was gonna say something else oh speaking of characters you're talking about characters uh jake johnson of new girl yeah. stepping in as as Lowry. Lowry, yeah. The, yeah. The, the office contr- deck with the Jurassic Park, Park shirt, shirt he yeah, found I on eBay. That. I loved I absolutely loved that moment. I loved his character. I mean everything he did yeah. was great. But the but the Jurassic Park t shirt, the whole time I'm kind of um I was wondering going in in the movie, like how are they going to react to Jurassic Park. Right. Exactly. Like, That's what I was thinking. Like too. I wasn't sure if it was gonna be like this this history thing that they just didn't talk about or if like yeah. Like the way they brought in the Jurassic Park T-shirt because that's a very real, tangible item from the real world. Right, yep. right, right. Like it's not exactly. even just exclusive to the Jurassic yeah. Park universe. It's, it's like, very like it's. Oh, I have like, a Jurassic. I could Park. go buy that exactly. exact right. same T-shirt on eBay. Right. And the fact that that's how we acquired it, and he's got all the little dinosaur figurines all around. Yeah. Yep. Like he's just he is, for in a lot of senses, um, Lowry represents all of us that were sitting in the movie theater. Yeah. Like he is the fans of the movie, but he's also just kind of in the movie. Like the it was movie. just yeah. like, yeah, I, I love the, the final, not the final scene with him, but when everyone's evacuating out of the control center and the, and the music, I mean, in, in true, 
you know, Hollywood fashion, like the music swells, he stands up and, and is like, you know, someone's got to stay behind and the, and the girl, and I, heck, I can't even remember her name. She, I mean, she Vivian. was a minor, Vivian. Yeah. yeah. Minor character is standing there and he turns to her and he starts walking and the camera swoops in behind him and he goes, oh, because she's like, that. Oh no, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, Oh, I just, Oh, Whatever. Was, what? Well, you never talk about him. You never talk about yeah. him. That's well, what yeah. I mean, it's it's work. <laughs> yeah, just like that. And that, you know what? And I honestly, I wonder if that's for some of the new girl fans. Oh my gosh, he's. I mean, because he that's, that's he who he was is. Nick Miller. He right. was just Nick oh, Miller yeah. in the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World like universe. And it right. Was, it's fantastic. He, I mean, just he did great. It was so fun. He was a minor character, but and he, I mean, he was definitely the comic relief. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's so great because sure. that was a very serious moment in mm-hmm. the movie, and I, I absolutely love that. And I thought it was great. Yeah, so, but yeah. you know, like you said, you know, looking back, how they were going to treat Jurassic Park, and he had that shirt on, and that I think it was Claire or somebody was like, "Why are you wearing that? Like right. that was a horrible disaster." And oh, it's yeah, like, for sure. it's like some people, of course, you know, would view it like that, and the, uh, he was like, "Well, it's, it was just awesome. Look, it's our history or yeah. whatever." Yeah. Yeah, Which I, I, oh, thought yeah. I thought it was great. Um, they brought back the the Dilophosaurus in yeah. the the, uh, yeah. the 3D yeah. kind of the. I love that. I yeah. love in in and I love like it was almost like they modeled the raptor after a cat when they're chasing her through and she throws the hologram because that yep. that thing comes up and it like like arches up and it's like what yeah. what's happening and like yeah I thought that was great like there's. There was just so many things in this movie that they brought back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that was great. Um, so if you guys had to like, like say, hey, these are my two favorite moments or oh, two man. like two moments that just blew your mind. It doesn't even have to be like, oh, it was beautiful or I love the character. It could be like, I didn't think they would go there. Like I didn't know what they do. Like wh- I mean, what would you? What would be some of the like two of the things that you would just say about it? Uh, who. That's kind of wow. a, I mean, that's a tough one. I'm, yeah, as I'm is, asking that question, um, I'm going, I don't know what I would know. Number one is definitely uh, the just the um, the T Rex moment. Yeah, the moment, especially like right down to the flare, because one oh, of so like good. my one of my favorite characters, and you guys know this about me because I use his name all the time, and he's like my favorite. He's he's probably one of my favorite, um, like major celebrity figures because he's just. It's he's like he's just fun to watch whether he's real life or whether he's in a movie is Jeff Goldblum and he was Ian Malcolm in the original Jurassic Park. He's just he's a crazy person. Right. He's right. just he's like this like he's he's a character in real life. Like Jeff Goldblum is a character in this movie that we call life. Right. Um, right. And so that's like, exactly how you would say it like, too. Yeah. 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 And like the callback to the flair with with so Ian Malcolm from the first one is just like right down to that the the T Rex moment was like was just incredible for me just like hit me right in the the nostalgia mm. like just kind of like oh my gosh it's all happening um yeah that like that was just that was just fun and and um just a lot, like the whole world they created mm. was just it was just great like the like you know when you're walking down the the main street of the um of of the resort and there's like there's like a uh a Jimmy Buffett's like Margaritaville, uh, Margaritaville yeah, yeah. is there and it's like it's like and so they're doing, commercialized they're doing hibachi yeah. and like all it's that just, yeah. it's so commercialized but it feels so real because that's how a theme park 
nowadays yeah, would exactly. be. Exactly. Right. Like, it's that's exactly it how it would be. I, like, like I literally was like, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Like that's the way I like, felt like yeah. watching. Like, gone that, yeah. gone are the days of like like in 1993 when the original Jurassic Park came out. Like it was very much theme parks so that they were very much like like kitschy and like we're it's all our own thing like it's all themed around the central idea and yep. now like this sense moved to like we'll just bring in all the commercial guys who are already killing it right but we'll exactly. just the buildings are designed our way yep. it doesn't matter wh- whose brand is on it because it's all right. inside jurassic world and so right. it's all got that thing. sweet blue logo yeah. on it now speaking One, of uh margaritaville did you guys notice that guy when the pterodactyls were coming in the guy grabbed his drinks he went back to grab his drinks and walked away i was I mean, wondering if we were gonna bring, yeah i, 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 I noticed that. that i was like yeah what, dude like, what is wrong there with is you? a a flock right i mean that, a mm-hmm. flock oh yeah of it was, freaking it pterodactyls. pterodactyls and pterosaurs because yeah. those are the ones yeah. that looked like t-rexes like with wings t-rexes. um one moment from that 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 i've been wanting to talk about um i read an article i can't remember what magazine it was in about jurassic world where they talked about the gruesome and unnecessary death of of a very minor character. Yes, yeah. I was just gonna everyone, say this. Everyone everyone yeah. was was really up in arms about this death in in and it wasn't the fact that it was a gruesome death because I mean there were like the dude the the big dude who got eaten by the Indominus <laughs> yeah. and the blood yeah. and the arms in several other scenes. But well, yeah, but the but... the gruesomeness of of the death that, that this was about and it was the the assistant, like the nanny that yeah. Zach and the, Gray had, the British lady. Yeah, 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 everyone, everyone was really kind of like perturbed by it because she didn't matter, right? Like if that had happened to to a major character, it would have been Pretty much right. more acceptable. The fact that that they went to such lengths to kill off a character that wasn't even necessary to right. anything, right? The fact that she got dragged for like a hundred yards by a pterodactyl just to be picked up and dropped into the mouth. Well, not dropped, but just picked up Whoa. and almost taken away to then be snatched up by the by the Mosasaurus. Right, like, right. Just uh, the well, unnecessary like, gruesomeness. It like picks her up and flies away and then drops her. Yeah, and then picks and, and then she's like, like catches drowning her, and then it drops her. Well, even before they get to the water, yeah. it like picks her up, drops her, swoops down, grabs her before she hits the pavement. Yeah, drops her again in a different pterodactyl. Yeah, grabs her and then that's when it takes him takes her to the water. Yeah, and, and you're like, she's like, oh, she's in the water. She might be okay. Like yeah, exactly. they first drop in, and I'm like, okay, if she can just not draw attention, which I don't know how you do that, because yeah. that thing saw everything. Like, the Mosasaurus was quite possibly one of the most versatile animals oh, sure. in this park. Like, it was. I just imagine really him was. like the guy, even though he's underwater and he's in one part of the park. I just imagine him like sitting on his front porch, going like, "Yeah, I see what y'all doing. I see. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to get dropped in here." You know, I'm I'm just waiting. I'm yeah, just, hey, play play it cool till something. I just play it cool. And something oh, happens. Oh, what's that? That uh, all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come check that out. You know what I mean? So, but I thought maybe she'll swim away. Yeah, like maybe. And then watching it, I thought <laughs> she was like, ah, oh, she. You know, there's no way they'll let her get eaten by this thing because right. yeah. it's not. You know, it's she this doesn't huge matter. Thing, right? That right. they went to all this trouble for. So it was like, ah, you know, yeah. surely she'll get away at her or something. Yeah. but she'll she'll get picked up and flown away. Right. Or, or and, something. And then like she's in the water, and you're like, and then you're like, oh, okay, you're like having all these thoughts, and then all of a sudden, whoosh, the thing comes in, you're like. Oh my gosh! And then, and then it does the whole like yeah, the pterodactyl picks yeah. her back up, and, and then, like, like well, it, like waterboards yeah. her, and then goes up, and then yeah, and then the mother starts like, Seriously, here I come. Like, yeah. If that would have happened to a character that we didn't know, to some random person wandering around, or a major character, it would have felt it, yeah. more 
you know, movie like or yeah. more genuine. But it was but so it was, it was an, so an or, or more typical. Character. Yeah, it was so slasher film in nature. Just yeah. like the suspense yeah. of that whole scene. Yeah, the whole sequence. Well, it was like it was like turning on the news and something bad happening. Oh, for sure. Like I'm like I'm sitting there and and you had I mean not warned me but you had told me about it. Like, yeah, I knew that there was a scene. Because it's funny, because when the pterodactyls first got out, I thought that's when it was going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, of course, not seeing the movie, I had no idea, you know, what was coming. But, I mean, you had told me about it, but the, the whole time it was happening, I'm just like, I like, I don't I don't think I breathed. Like, I was like, this cannot be happening. It's mm-hmm. a movie, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm going yeah. like, this is not happening. Like, this is too real. Like, oh, I was just, it was crazy. It was oh, yeah, crazy. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just, that was just one of the moments. And, the, and then talking about the Mosasaurus, everyone was all up in arms about the fact that they got the size of the Mosasaurus wrong. Like the Mosasaurus really wasn't, it was probably like one fiftieth of the size of like, of what it had or something like that. Right. It was, it was seemed to be bigger or some, I'm look, looking at the Wikipedia article right now. Uh, like, I looked it up earlier. Cause I was, yeah, yeah. Curious. But, but here's the, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Jurassic oh, world exactly. isn't about, awesome. isn't about being accurate to dinosaur sizes. It's not a scientific or, movie. Or it's just like that. big like, killing machines. Like, and another thing, another thing, they've already genetically engineered one of them. Why does it matter how genetically engineered exactly. the rest of them are? Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, regardless of like the real dinosaur size, I mean, the scientists could have just oh, yeah. Yeah. enlarged or, it. I mean, or, or anything like that. Like, oh, the velociraptors don't have feathers. It's yeah. like, who cares? They don't who look, cares? they don't They're look near as scary. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just, well, no, you know, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for one of my two things. Okay. So, well, oh, I'm gra- done with my two Grant, things. Grant, you're up, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely loved the scene with the T-Rex, but then the other scene that really got to me where, you know, things started moving was when they thought the Indominus had gotten out of its, mm. its in- enclosure oh, and they're, so they're in there and they see the claws on the walls and you as, you know, uh, as you know, you're sitting in the theater watching this thing. You're like, don't go in there. Yeah. Get you out. Know get out. The get thing out. is in there. Yeah. And you're like, you know, one of the at least one of those characters on screen is going to die. Right, here in just that's a second. the thing with Jurassic and you're World. Like, you know, it's gonna happen. It, yeah, it's good, it, and you're like, it's gonna be that guy. It's and gonna... then, and then of course it happens, and they don't even notice, and you're like, he's he's gone. Like, yeah, get out of there. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, just move slow. No, yeah. get out. Yeah. Um. Well, I was gonna say too. Like, what? What? Um. I don't under I don't know if I don't get it or I don't feel like they ever explained how it got past thermal how it because they thermally scanned oh the yeah, cage. yeah yeah because um, I, I know it can I, I know it has the, so, the chameleon yeah, they, gene they, they did it's got the chameleon gene um and this this is another callback to uh the original Jurassic Park With the frog yes genes it's and stuff. it's they they use frog DNA to patch the holes well the tree frogs that they use have the ability to to modify their own body temperature and oh. so it was able to cool its own body temperature down so that it wasn't i do because that was the conversation way. between yeah, yeah. um the owner and uh the the scientist that bd wong plays yeah, yeah i yeah. can't think of who the, the scientist's yes, name uh, dr Wu. Yes. Yeah. 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 Doctor. Yeah. I love that he was back in there. Yeah. I love that. The we saw one, him, and it was like surprisingly oh. enough that he was the only one that you know, that, that read, wasn't from the I original. I did read something that they said the second Jurassic World is. Oh, there's a second Jurassic World. They're supposedly making. Oh, one. They, are they um, really? And they they said that one or more of the original characters will oh, be wow. back, not That's including cool. Doctor. Man, well, where do they? Where, where really do they cool. go? Uh, I mean, like, I feel well, like they failed four times, well, three or was, four times. That was now. the thing about about the the first three was Ela Nublar, 
yeah. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, is the Jurassic Park and now Jurassic World scene. And then Jurassic Park was, 2 was on Isla Sorna, I believe. There are, yeah. there are like th- two or yeah, three different yeah, islands no, that's the one, yeah. uh, that three, are there. Three was on Sorna. Sorna, I'm, yeah. Right there's like two or three different islands that have been like branched out into yep. where there's like dinosaurs everywhere now. Right. So I don't know if they go try another island again. Or, or yeah, I think at this point they have to go the road like... We have failed enough times that yeah. this is just going to be yeah. taken over. Like, and then I loved the second and third ones where it's like safari time, yeah. where it's, it's containment, nothing's yeah. legal, yeah. but, you know, we're bounty hunters or we have this hunting, this illegal hunting expedition mm-hmm. where you want to shoot a T-Rex or whatever, yeah. and yeah. we'll fly Go over for there. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, Something I, I think really that was great. Cool. I, yeah. Because you just got to think like along, I mean, along, you think storyline wise, believable storyline wise. Nobody funds the next idea. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, but I mean, I'm sure they will. I mean, mm. I'm sure they'll come up with something very clever, but I'm just going like, how do you know? I almost wonder if they'll breach into a private kind of thing, mm. like a not a private sector. I mean, I'm not trying to talk business terms, but like, I wonder if some guy, you know what I mean? Like, because because and shout out to um, hold on. I'm going to have to find him again because uh, Vincent. Um, uh, Vincent. The, yeah, yeah. That plays the um, the guy from InGen. Yeah, Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Like, I mean, I've seen that guy in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in Criminal Minds, like all that kind of stuff. And then he was he played Fisk in Daredevil. Yes. On Netflix. Yep. And now in this character, like he, I'm like, I mean, just incredible actor, you know. But to watch that character that he played was very, very interesting. Um, and I. I thought his death was kind of cheesy. I'm not gonna lie. That was where they were in the lab, yeah. And yeah. the and Blue comes the raptor in. Raptor came after him. Uh, or I don't. Maybe it's not Blue. One of the raptors the, comes in, and and yeah, he says, I, "We're on the same team." Because this is what he's talking about the whole time is the raptors yeah. being on the same team. And it's like, okay, that's a fitting death. Like, sure. Like it's that I told you so moment. Yeah. But at the same, uh-huh. I just thought it was a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Where it was cheesy, but needed yeah. somehow oh for sure like no, he, no, no. He i had, wanted him to die he, oh yeah <laughs> and he had to have been killed he had to be killed by the raptor oh yeah there were yeah. it wouldn't have been fitting if he wasn't killed by the raptor because that was the whole thing like he was that the was weaponizing the raptors yeah. the whole time right right right, right. and so i didn't mean to derail that no, i just that's wanted fine. to bring he did a great job yeah. we were talking about you know like where it's where it might be heading i read something the other day that was like what if they go like way down the road and like you know the end of uh, Jurassic Park three, where those pterodactyls are flying away, like seagulls were. Oh yeah. In or the pelicans or whatever they were in the first one, and it's like, what if they go to like, you know, however many years, fifty, hundred years in the future, and like, it's just normal now that dinosaurs are like a they're danger, just everywhere, it's, a yeah. danger outside, like. You know, like almost, literally almost, Jurassic World, almost like post-apocalyptic yeah. type thing, but no zombies, oh, no disease. Man. It's, it's like dinosaurs. freaking dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like oh, we need to go, you know, get food or whatever. <laughs> yeah, kill a cow or yeah. a Stegosaurus or yeah. whatever, and you have to Stegobergs. That would be yummy. I am a Stegosaurus. You know, like, I mean, that's got to be similar to like like alligator meat or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's which I hear is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they say it's good. Get like, uh, but yeah, yeah. How, that would be such a cool world to look at, you know, yeah, like be interesting everywhere. Sure. It's just part of life now. Puts a new spin on Vegisaurus. Yeah, Vegisaurus legs. Yeah, Vegisaurus. Vegisaurus. You can order like there's two different sides of the like there's Vegisaurus and 
Metasaurus. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, that's those are there. There's just several. Just real quickly, just a couple things that that I wish were in that weren't. Two two different quotes. I really missed the clever girl. Yeah. Quote. Right. Really wanted that to be in there. Um, never heard, never officially heard Dino DNA. Right. Really wanted to hear that one. <laughs> never heard. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> that, that was the one that I wanted. I wanted that one more than any other quote. I, I wanted hold on to your butts to come back, and it, it yep. never did. I would have stuck did. it in the speaker in those stupid rolly cube. Yeah. Hold on, uh, when Jimmy Fallon things. came on. Yeah, Jimmy exactly. Fallon, yeah, love that. Hey, which I I heard, and and I was paying attention to the movie, but I was also deeply because I thought he was gonna be in the crowd, and oh, and you yeah. were gonna have to find yep. him. But no, he's like he's a part right of there. the yeah, yeah. That's, it just adds to the commercialization of it. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy Fallon's this big star now. Oh, now absolutely. He's, he's but how endorsing. great would that have been at the end? He's like, hold on, hold to, your on to your butts. butts. Oh. Oh, he would have been. Yeah. Oh, that would that have, have been, been so great. Great. They could have even snuck Samuel L. Jackson into uh, that. Yeah. Like that, that could have been so good. And Jeff Goldblum. I wanted Jeff Goldblum to be in it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Like, it, yeah. If Grant, if what you're saying, if they're coming out with another one. Maybe. I, I would venture to say there will be more tip of the hats yeah. to some of the oh, the original yeah. I'm, cast I'm members sure. and things like that. Uh, so. It was uh, the actress who played Claire Bristol's Howard. Um, she was the one who said, you know, there definitely ha- there's definitely the possibility to bring They're those some it, cast yeah. members back, and you know, through some hints to mm. you know Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he's got him. He's got great. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's just a crazy person. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Your so top two. Isn't it my top two? Yeah. Yep. All right. I will just I would just like to say, and there was no one there to confirm this. I'm confirming this for myself. One of my favorite moments was the fact that I, to myself personally, called that the Indominus Rex had raptor genes. <laughs> like I that was one of the the moment because at first they don't really talk about that there were classified genes. Yep. They just talked, they said, um, it was, you know, T-Rex and some other genes. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the moment, though, that somebody told Owen that they were classified, I was like, oh, it's because there's raptor in them. Yep. They don't want him to know that there's raptor in yep. there. You know, and I I knew it. And so, and so when they, and and I'm just, I'll wrap it in, I'll wrap it into my second one. Yeah. My absolute favorite part of the whole thing was the, the relationship of Owen and the Raptors. Mm. I love that. Like yeah. I it, like and he's got the old school like Captain America type motorcycle with the, like the jungle tires on it and he's just blazing through the woods. Yeah. Um blazing through the woods with these Raptors and and the Raptors have got like the the you know I don't know, GoPros or whatever mm. the night vision cameras on yep. and they're and they're hunting together like I love that. And yeah. then for that scene to the scene didn't end, but for that scene to climax at Oh my gosh, that thing's got raptor in it. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't have been better because that was my favorite part yeah, of the it movie. Was sweet. With with the whole raptors. And then for for me to have been confirmed in saying yeah. the Indominus Rex has raptor in it, yeah. I was like, boom. Like I I knew it. I was so I was yeah. so happy. Well that was a big that was a big thing. Um in leading up to the movie, everyone saw the scenes in the trailer of Chris Pratt as Owen with the Raptors like yep, under right, his control and everyone them. was right. everyone was so upset because they were like oh they've, they've broken the whole story he's controlling the Raptors and then they released the teaser scene which is the scene where he explains it's not a control thing it's a respect thing right. and it was just like in your face we've had this in, yeah. in our, in our yeah. plan all along Eat that. Right? yeah exactly like I, I think too the, <laughs> to continue on there where he goes he goes these, these are animals they've got to eat mm-hmm. they've got to hunt they've got to 
and he like <laughs> yeah. does like the fist motion. And oh man, I was losing it. I was losing, <laughs> hey, please was... tell me you can relate to at least one of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's so great. Yeah, yeah he so he just he did Chris so Pratt. good. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, he. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, and I love that. I loved the. Um, well, I think it's funny too because I think a lot of people thought. That it was, I mean, there was obviously, they leaked the Indominus Rex and everything like that. But I yeah. think everybody thought, hey, this is going to be a lot about the Raptors. And mm-hmm. it, it really wasn't. And and to some of those people, it makes me mad that people would say things like that. Or not, it made me mad when I was reading things like that. Because because in the, in the third Jurassic Park, okay, at the very end, between Dr. Um, why am I, I'm not remembering any names today. Uh, he's got the eggs, the Velociraptor eggs. Um, Dr. Dr. Grant Grant. Yeah. Dr. Grant. Yeah. That one. Um, he took the Raptor eggs. And so that was a Mm -hmm. large part of why the Velociraptors were, were hunting them. Um, and in the very, very end, all they wanted were the eggs. Yeah. Like the Velociraptor is a very evolved species. And so like, yes, they're, they're pack hunters and yes, they're carnivores and yes, they're rept, you know, they're reptilian and everything. But at the same time, their brains were, I mean, they consistently talked about how advanced their communication mm-hmm. was, how, how insane their like whole, um, just like not food chain, but their whole like social structure worked. Like, yeah. I mean, I can understand like, oh, they broke the story. But at the same time, we saw humans interact with velociraptors at the end of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't intentional, but yeah. at the same time, Nobody was mad about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, it's kind of interesting that people will be like that. But I would say, my, I mean, my I love I love Velociraptors. I love them since I was a little <laughs> child. Yeah. And, and so I loved that. And I loved, you know, in all the movies, the raptors were kind of like this, you know, dark, almost like mystical thing. Like, you don't want to cross these guys yeah. or you're going to be in trouble. Like, the right. first one, you know. Well, there's the whole scene in the first one where he, he scares the crap out of that kid. Exactly. In the very beginning of the movie, he's, he's three-inch razor-sharp claw across yep. your belly. And knife. then feeding it the cow, and yeah. they're like, they can jump out of this thing if it's not electrified. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, crap, the raptor fences are down too. Right. And then, you know, in the second one, raptors are in there chasing them through the buildings. And through the and uh, then, through the. Field. That was one of the yeah. best oh, yeah. scenes where they're running through the field and they're like, Bow! like just yeah, coming out of nowhere. And then yeah, in the third one too, they're like they stumble mm-hmm. across the raptor nest and they're like, oh crap, yep. like we're we're in bad territory now. And you have to wonder if he wouldn't have taken those eggs, I, like the story would have been not that Mediocre. scary. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just average. you know, but I mean that obviously that's a yeah, big exactly. part of the story. And then you know, like you said in in Jurassic World where they have that relationship with the raptors. I thought right. they did a really good job blending mm-hmm. the two where it's like, oh, right now it's like I'm their leader type deal. And then just a little bit later, it's like, oh, this thing could kill me if it watch, wanted yeah. to. Watch your six. Oh, raptors yeah. got a new alpha. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, and I love that. I love to, and, I, and we'll, I'll kind of finish with this, but I love the, um, in that scene, so the raptors go with Indominus and whatnot. And then, when they come back to the park and the the raptors are surrounding um, the, the four main characters there and, you know, and Chris Pratt's like, oh, so this guy, this is how it's going to be, you know, and mm-hmm. he, you can tell he, he kind of gets blue, you know yeah. what I mean? Like blue's kind of like definitely processing it. And then Indominus comes around and comes right up to the front and like blue turns around and like, 
it was apparent to me as a human who clearly I do not speak, you know, Velociraptor. Yeah. Nor do I think anybody does. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was clear to me that that Blue was basically like, oh, screw you. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's funny and he's got this weird patch of hair on the top of his head. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he like, doesn't scare me. And he doesn't. Yeah. You're not. He's not huge. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I could overpower him if I need to. Mm-hmm. No, but and then Indominus like, you know, like smacks him out of the way and stuff. But I just I loved that like character trait that they yeah. gave that mm-hmm. they gave blue i thought For that sure. was great he's probably yeah. my favorite character yeah so so uh blue the velociraptor so we just want to go around and uh re- recommend or not final yeah. thoughts well, this is we'll do yeah let's do final thoughts and and do you fashionably late recommend it yeah grant your first sounds good um absolutely i would totally recommend that you go see this but if you can watch watch the other ones first, it, mm. it'll make the fourth one so much better. Like I know, tons of my friends had never seen any of the other Jurassic parks, and they went and watched it, and they were like, "Yeah, it was pretty good." You're like, "Well, go watch the other ones," and they watch it again, and then you pick up on all those little things that you're like, "Oh, that was in there," and "Oh, that was in there," mm-hmm. and you know, this was amazing storytelling from the perspective of the of the first three mm-hmm. into that so i would say you know definitely yeah. go see it it w- i thought it was really good but yeah for sure of course i'm a little biased because <laughs> i love the first three. Oh yeah 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 tyler yeah i mean i would say i'd say two thumbs up go for it um i mean it, it was great i and again i come from the nostalgia factor i come from growing up with it um i would say if you're gonna do it though do not go into it expecting you know don't don't expect like the craziest thing of the century like mm-hmm. be ready for the nostalgia fact. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna echo yeah. you grant like what you know watch watch at least the first one or or, or two you know what i mean of yeah. the jurassic parks yep. you know mm-hmm. the third one yeah. is debatable and that's maybe a different episode you know what i mean <laughs> but um yeah i mean go for it and just and enjoy the ride like it, yeah, it's just sure. fun it's yeah. fun Exactly. That's exactly like I recommend it too, and and just simply because it's not it's not a powerhouse in the world of storytelling. Um, I think it got average reviews because that's the way reviews have kind of went recently in recent years. They're all about like what does this story bring to the table? It's new. There's nothing new about Jurassic World other than the fact that it is literally it is just a fun ride from the moment you sit down. It's it's got something that's either it's hitting the nostalgia factor or it's funny or there's just, there's just something exciting about it. It's just, it just takes us back to where we were mm. back in, in 1993. I mean, this movie is just as old as you and I are Tyler. Like right. it, it is the same age, right. like it is 22, like that thing. And it's, it's just a fun, it's just a fun revisit to the world that we grew up in. And it's just, it's just fun. It is like one word to describe the whole thing. Fun. It's just fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we are going to move into the next and final portion of our show, which is where we decide what movie that we are going to watch for our next episode of the podcast. And so uh, this is going to be pretty much the same every week, how we kind of do this. And so we've each put a different movie in um, to our hat. And then we're going to kind of shake it up. And then there's also a category where uh, we would all get to watch our own movies, like I've said earlier. And so I'm going to throw it over to Jared. Yeah. So first, before we, we do the hat shaking and we um, we select, why don't we go around and say what we've all put into the hat, uh, starting with Grant. 
Uh, I put in the imitation game as my choice. Ooh, yeah, the imitation game, mm. man, it's good. That's it's good. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. and who's uh, who's the girl? Oh, it's um, what's her face from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yep. I don't know. Um, what? Kate? Is it nope. not? Maybe it's <laughs> I said Kate. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet's not that's Kate Winslet. That's not, not her. Uh, <laughs> Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. There it I is. I almost said Anne Hathaway. That's yeah, not, that's not no. her. I mean. That's a decent guess. Yeah. She's kind of in everything. Yep. Um, Tyler, yeah, you're awesome. next. Uh, I uh, have chosen Paper Towns. Um, Nat Wolf. Which is, and yeah, Nat Wolf and Cara Delevingne. Delevingne. Um, it's originally based on the John Green, John Green. novel. So Book novel. I was a little anxious to pick it because, you know, like The Fault in Our Stars was all like fangirly yeah. and everything. I don't feel that same vibe with Paper Towns. I'm really interested to see uh, how it turns out. Yeah. And my choice, uh, I put in Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which mm, is uh, that looks good. Is an indie movie. Did really well in the Sundance circuit. And so I've been wanting to see it. And uh, I put it in the yeah. hat box. You put it in, so, in the hat box. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you mean the hat. Well, it's the, what we have here is like it's like a box type thing. Right. So it's, it's, like it's a, our proverbial hat. Our proverbial um, hat. So, because Grant won the uh, logline challenge Ooh. at the beginning of the episode, Grant not only gets to choose the game the... is rigged. <laughs> it actually wasn't rigged. Uh, no. It was um, actually rigged towards me. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. it was rigged. To, like, like, yeah. To what? Grant, you get to <laughs> that, that other guy. This is sitting over you there. You completely derailed me with that. <laughs> He's pointing to me. Thing. So Grant gets to choose the slip of paper out of the box um and then he also gets to be the one who runs he's the game master for the logline challenge next episode mm. so Woo! the game master give these a shake and a bounce and a bobble shake it up baby now oh shake it that's the sound all right great that's the sound go ahead right. and pick a piece of paper here we go it's a piece of paper what does it say it says me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Yay! So we will watch that for the next episode of Fashionably Late Podcast. All right. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. So uh, for all of us here at the Fashionably Late Podcast, we want to thank you for listening to our very first episode. You did it. Woo! You made it. Woo! We got through. Woo! We did it. Thank you uh, for it, being a part of this. Um, hey, we want to connect with you guys. We want you guys to know um, about what we're doing um, and things like that. And so the next episode will be coming out in two weeks. So this is going to be kind of like a bi-weekly podcast um, and, or, you know, uh, every other week for, you know, other listeners who say <laughs> things. <laughs> other what? listeners. Well, I insult the intelligence Dad. of half of our audience. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, like uh, for people who say things differently than I do. People who say that, or people who just don't understand what bi-weekly means is what you meant to say. <laughs> no, that's not. I don't put, I'm a good person. I don't put words I'm a in my good mouth. person. Don't put uh, words in my mouth. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, so this is going to be a bi-weekly podcast. So you can check out uh, episode two will be up in two weeks uh, from today. And uh, we would love to have you back. You can connect well, with us. today, meaning like the day it's released, not necessarily the day they listen to it, because they could listen to it at any right, time. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, to, from the, if you scroll, you know, you can see the publication date. Look at that date. Two weeks from that day, 14 days, a fortnight. Every other a week. A fortnight, Ooh, every other that. week, bi-weekly. Uh, after you, it p- got published, you can listen to the second episode. <laughs> 
episode. Um, and so we would love to have you guys back. Also, we would love to connect with you on social media. Um, so you can follow us. We're working on maybe like getting a Twitter or doing something like that. Um, but for right now, go ahead and just follow um, at insert underscore title underscore. That's our production company's Twitter. Um, and uh, you can also visit our website or maybe you're on our website now, um, which is it or insert title productions.com. That is our URL. So you can go there. And if you're listening there, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, like I said, we're going to be bi-weekly or fortnightly. That's, I'm going to start saying fortnightly. So it does guys, sound really impressive. It does. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, and, uh, and we're signing off. My name's Tyler. My name's Grant. And I'm Jared. And we want to thank you for listening to the Fashionably Late podcast. We'll see you next time.